A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Hey guys, this is Stevie. Before we get into this week's episode, we have a fun little promo. Yeah, we can call it a promo. We have something we want you guys to know about. Our friend of the pod, Kara Kovacs, the business, which has a very cool course for those of you looking to glow up your career. Kara, you can take it from here. We have Kara here to explain it. <laughs> Um, better for you. So Kara, what are you offering to our signers today? So this is for all my astrologers, all my healers, all my coaches out there who have an intersectional feminist praxis. They're like, we want to make money doing our healing work in an equitable way. Maybe you are already seeing results. Maybe it's already your full-time job. Maybe you're trying to transition it from your full-time job. I've built a self-guided self-paced course that takes a lot of the ambiguity out of business building, but still has that witchy lens. So what I find for people is that they're just kind of throwing spaghetti at a wall and hoping that shit sticks when they start their business. They're like, I'll just like get 30 people to do readings and then hopefully it'll make me a salary. And they're like pushing, 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 pushing along. They feel like they're dumping so much energy and so much heart and soul into their work. And then they look at their bank accounts and there's like, where's my return on my investment? So mm -hmm. in this course, I walk through six different client acquisition strategies, and then I coach you to feel actually really good and aligned about pitching your services, not like a sleazy used car salesman. And then I have a pop and plug spreadsheet that would show you exactly how much money you would need to make to replace your salary 
charging what you're currently charging for your services. And then we go over all the emotional stuff, your money blocks, like what is feeling heavy and really hard about committing to doing this work. And my goal is that if you take this course, by the time you enroll, you know, one or two clients, you've already made your payment back. There's live calls with me so you can get direct coaching support from me. And it's also going to be really fucking fun. I got a spell book in there with all my favorite spells for business. And I just can't wait to connect with more witchy weirdos like you. <laughs> yes. So we have a link to sign up in our show notes. We'll also be posting this in our stories and you can learn more. Is it karakovacs.com? right? com slash course. Well, and the link in the show notes. Yes. But use our link um, because that just shows that you found it through us and that gives us some love. So we appreciate y'all. And yeah, let's get that coin. You know, it's a pro Jupiter moving into Taurus, like God, fair labor and labor with love. So um, thanks for care. Thanks to Kara coming on to explain the course, sign up and enjoy this week's episode. Welcome to What's Your Sign? I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Goldstein. And I'm the little Scorpio baby of this podcast. Yes. She's calling yeah. it. Well, well feel, the doctors I mean, are calling it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like the, the due date. <laughs> the due date is is a Scorpio. Um, I just you know, you got it's cut. It's, mean, cu it's close. Yeah, it might not be. It's close. No, babies have been known to come early or late. Uh, you know, so I, although congratulations, today, thank you, thank you, Julia. What have you been up to? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just like sleeping and throwing up. Also, uh, maybe some context for people that don't follow you on. Oh, Instagram. if you don't follow me on the Instagram, um, I'm pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> I can officially announce it. I'm in the in the safe zone. I don't know. Uh I was like the end it's not the end zone. Um but you're the time where they say you I'm can at the say stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They say you can say stuff, you know, however, whenever you want. You know, it's very I feel like the language around these things is changing, but they also are like, you know, this is when it's traditionally traditionally socially acceptable. Um or less, I don't know, risky. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I am I am pregnant and this baby is expected November of this year, the around around the 18th. So we've got a one of my very favorite days of the year. So I know, you know, it, while I have been known to throw a jab to Scorpio, I do love a uh, November 18th. So I know. It's a good it's, hey. It's good vibes all around. Hey, this is this is also the I I said 
you know, you know, I know there are people who have like tried to plan this to get certain signs mm. and all of these kinds of things. And I always knew that that's, you know, you got to let it be what it's going to be. Yeah. So. Yeah. You did. So you didn't, you weren't no. trying to aim. Okay. No, was not, <laughs> did not, did not think, did not actually truly would have never, would have never imagined that that's, and if I were planning, not, not the time I would have planned, um, not because of Scorpio, <laughs> but only because. I just was telling someone this. I feel like only because it's like Valentine's Day is mm-hmm. that it seems like a hack time to get pregnant. <laughs> like not not a hack time to have a baby, but yeah. Oh, I just feel like it's cold. That would be the mm-hmm. only like yeah. Or it's like it's I mean, I guess it's Mating better than time. being hot and like uncomfortable big. You know what I mean? Like ready yeah. to pop. But yes. Yeah, but it'll be good. You'll be able to cozy up and, and November in LA is not so bad. And then no. people kind of disappear for the holiday season anyway. And you'll be able to rest and come back with a yeah. brand spanking new little I know. They little babe. <laughs> I was gonna call it a thing yeah. for a second. I was like, that's not I guess we can just call it a baby. I know. It does feel it does feel interesting, like not knowing i know that also you know gender is a construct and all of that but it feels like i don't know how to like address them yet or like mm-hmm. they i'm like i don't know who you are who you want i mean you don't know until they're like here either but even having a like i know i am housing someone right now but <laughs> like to to start developing a conversational i don't know relationship mm-hmm. yet but yeah you don't know their vibe wild. yeah you're cur- yeah. you're dare i say creating their vibe i am i am curating curating the vibe vibe. yes (laughs) like they're learning astrology Uh, right now probably a little bit i feel like that would have been it that's a great if anyone wants to use that for their birth announcement curating a vibe (laughs) curating a vibe arriving curating a vibe fall 2023 (laughs) actually that's really that is that's like a nice um yeah not too hyper specific way to say like oh yeah. New new member of the crew coming soon. It's it's Check a vibe. Oh, <laughs> score. <laughs> I mean, I could see you with both a Scorpio or Sag child. Hey, I mean, I could see I you with a... any child, but like, just yeah. thinking of since you do have a little cuspidoodle coming up, I know. It's and I have I have a Scorpio stellium and a Sagittarius stellium. I mean, depending on how you define stellium, it would have to be a three mm. planet a three planet mm-hmm. rule. Um, but it is, I like both too, because yeah. you have, you know, your little firehouse we were talking about last time when we were over how warm and cozy it feels there. And I think that can be really motivating for a Scorpio child, but I also think it's really nice to fit in for a fire sign child. And it's, you know, I haven't looked at the transits, so to speak, but it's possible they'd have some Sag or Scorpio either way. So mm-hmm. that would be. That would be cute, cute. Yeah, have you we'll looked? See. No. That's fair. I mean, I guess we'll know the outer, only, yeah, right? Only, like, yes, outer, outer wise, I'm like, okay, that's interesting. Like, mm-hmm. that's okay. Like, and it'll be, well, I don't know. That's the thing too, because you just don't know. I mean, you hope that it will be around the due date time, but you know, S- knock summer. on wood, you never know. You never know what summer happens. Early, summer early, well, summer yeah. right on time. I, I had to do um, kind of a predictive reading for my friend who is having a baby and I got the date wrong 
And I don't know how I heard New Year's Eve and it was nowhere near that. It was literally <laughs> months away from that uh, earlier because they, you know, they're further along or whatever. Um, but those towards the end of the year, it's really up in the air because we have, you know, Pluto moving signs. And I don't know. There's just a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. moving at the end of the year. November, you might have a little bit less, yeah. um, you know uh like questions but still we don't know where the moon will be regardless we don't know where the rising will be mm-hmm. regardless there's big stuff coming yeah where's uh, that where is it gonna be and that's i was just thinking like is there a mercury retrograde in that time but you'll no you'll january you'll be, 1st yeah I think. it starts yeah december 13th through january 1st so you'll be you'll be clear in the retro because then the last one before that ends like mid-september mm-hmm. you're gonna clear mercury retrograde period and you can give birth during mercury retrograde it's Mm-hmm. sure it's fine they'll be better equipped for, for for future mercury retrogrades but uh i mean cool i know it's gonna be know. you'll get to truly like podcast watch maybe. a human grow and then maybe if you're a real astro well i mean i would feel well I, when i have a kid I, i'm gonna definitely want to be like oh my god they like lost their first tooth on this day what what's you know? the yeah. yeah what's what's the i think is? at the very least keeping track of the dates and like writing them down because i know people mm-hmm. say not to look at your own child's chart because you can't be objective of course none of us can be objective when we're looking at anybody's chart obviously fully but totally. you know when it's your own when it's your own child you know and you don't want to project that onto them too much in in any kind of way but i do think like knowing i think it will be interesting keeping track of dates so that at the very least another astrologer or they can look later and just know if they're ever interested. I don't, you know, I can't say that they will or won't be, but to like be aware that that's a thing that you can look at and, and know, but I think like knowing the moons and seeing if that's like a thing, just being just like noticing and being aware that that's something that one can keep track of and seeing if there's a correlation. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be an interesting, like, I don't want to be like experiment, but I also love the word experiment in that of going like, oh, is this, uh, like, is this helpful? Maybe it's not, maybe, and maybe I will be so, you know, tired and out of it that I'll be like, I don't care where the, where the fucking moon is. <laughs> like, it's, I'm not going to also try to pay attention to astrology too, but like, I don't know. It's exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, well, I think, I mean, I'm sure there's been some woo hippie parents in the past who maybe track what their kids have been up to, but um, yeah, it doesn't have to be like in-depth or prescriptive, but it it could be fun for like any major events or things in their life. But I think it's a good reminder to just like gender or traits as a personality or, or whatever. It's like telling someone, well, you're a Scorpio, so you're like this. It's like, that's just going to fuck up anybody Mm -hmm. well I mean with kids or like young people like when we are older we can like disseminate information more and and say actually I'm not or this is how I feel about myself so I think that's like a nice reminder for I don't know like I've been around friends kids where they're like you're just so shy it's like what do you think that makes a shy person do more (laughs) than ever is just go like guess it's who I am or like thinking of the Taurus Jupiter stuff of it all like you're so loud and bossy it's like okay like stop a I don't want to be perceived. Wait, do you think I'm loud and bossy? (laughs) Is that what you think of me? Because I'm the only Taurus Jupiter here today. Oh, no, with Taurus. I forget you're Taurus Jupiter. I'm just teasing you. Oh, but I forgot you are. Yeah, you're having Jupiter return. I forgot Mm -hmm. about that. Mm -hmm. Oh. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, 
And yeah, the answer was yes, just to come back to the, <laughs> to the, original, to the original question pose. Um, yeah, Lisa, but it takes one to no one. But congrats to Julia and Steve. Well, yes. we'll see what, this, who, this who's is, coming out soon. This happened during my Jupiter return, speaking of, not to say that that's everyone's oh. Jupiter return, but um the astrology has mine but i was like i don't think it'll be everybody's but (laughs) oh yeah just a heads up this isn't gonna be like the year we all got married by the way no (laughs) we're not sister wifing i mean if i had a little more notice we could have figured things out but don't you know just a spoiler alert um not a same not a same vibe but cool well you'll you're definitely will be born during jupiter and taurus we could Mm -hmm. confirm that's confirmed and I and, like that. And then it's, it's, I think that's very cute for your Jupiter return. Cause I think we can see Jupiter represent baby stuff sometimes because it does represent that expansion or that expansion literally of the body and making new life and um, joyous things. So again, it doesn't mean that you have your Jupiter return, you'll get pregnant, but I think the Astro trends were like, this would be know, a good like, time this, for you to get pregnant. Yeah. And, I was like, that was a prediction. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, on. And you had your nodal return too. Mm-hmm. So it was just like a nice culmination together as well of like mm-hmm. having I think this syncness with the kid as well as having this abundance kind of flowing to you, which I think is really technically my nodal return still still to is come forthcoming because the nodes have not quite shifted yet. But mm-hmm. but by I'm that the time the baby's born, it probably yeah, will be. It yeah. will have. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. And we'll have, so I also think that we'll have not necessarily the same degree because I'm zero degrees, but I think we will we'll have be close. Yeah. yeah, I was like, yeah. we'll be close nodally, which I think is cool. That is cool. And Aww. opposite to your husband, right? Yeah. So that'll still be cool. And and that's always pleasant to me because I always like to see, um, you know, the mom and the child outnumber the husband. That's like my preference oh, yeah. in, in any sort of, <laughs> any sort of, you know, preferences on soda to astrology. I don't care yes. what I think, you know, we, we always want the husband on the outside. <laughs> Be on, on team Aries North node. Look, a little sad with Aries North node. And then the Aries is real just over there cooking dinner for y'all while mm-hmm. you're laying in mm-hmm. bed and he has to feed you grapes. That's, you know, that's my... Yeah. Yeah, there, exactly. There's a little prediction for you. Yeah, there's your that's that's Libra. Libra's South Node needs to learn learn the you know service of others. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I'm fresh off the Ren Fair, so being fed grapes sounds perfect. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yield perfection. Um, but yeah, well, this as the title says, we got Jupiter and Taurus. We've had Jupiter and Aries for the last year or so. Um, before we get into that, how has been Jupiter and Aries for everybody? Any, anything noticeable about the Aries zones of your life or world notices of what Jupiter and Aries means? It's just also a little timeline with Jupiter. It takes about a year for Jupiter to move through a sign. Um, so it does feel very like what a year it's been in a way, like it's 12 to 13 months, but, um, yeah, I'm curious if Jupiter and Aries has shown anything for y'all before we pass the baton to Taurus. Yeah. I mean, hang on. I'm just double checking the Aries dates again, which were yeah, May 22nd. Like um, 22? May 20. Yeah. May. Mm. See, actually not the 22nd. They just said May, 2022 to October, 2022. Right. And, and then we, then we retrograded back in back mm-hmm. into Pisces and then December through May of this year. Mm-hmm. 
Right. Um, so, so it's not like a clean beginning of the year start. Which yeah. It's like these half years. So kind of like May last year with the dip yeah. in the Pisces to this year. I mean, for me, again, this was happening seventh house and I was, you know, as we all were planning weddings and getting married. Um, so that definitely, I feel like was present and and fits for that transit. But I also feel like Jupiter for me, um, like, I don't know. It's always one that I feel like we talk about, but it moves. It's like, it doesn't move fast, but it also a year feels so fast and then it's like gone and it's like only exact for you for like a day or two and it still feels like one that like I don't want to say I miss because you know it, that's like not how it works either um but it also feels like one where I go like oh man like I always feel like I'm like dang this is oh I missed it again this Jupiter <laughs> like Jupiter transit or return or whatever it is mm-hmm. no I've I feel that way because I was going through my 10th house and every freaking article is like, you're about to become a millionaire. And I was like, oh, mm -hmm. I would like that. And then I think for me with Aries, since it was so much of the self, I think, God, it was just so much of stuff. I'm like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I actually don't want to do that. I felt like I'm very more no than yes, mm -hmm. which is not what I expected, but I think Aries does know how to say no to for, compared to a lot of other signs. So, I mean, I, there was a lot of yes in that year as well. And actually got my, cause we have the two weddings. One was in Jupiter and Pisces and one was in Jupiter mm -hmm. and Aries actually like uh, in retrospect. So that was kind of fun to see the differences, right? I think it was anyways, I have to double check that, but yeah, it was like the December. I was like, my wedding it was. itself was Pisces cause it had mm -hmm. retrograded um but the well, years would be too then yeah i was like your december was pisces but yeah. then aries i think is is October. your elopement yeah yeah but i'm like wait did i just miss that now i'm curious anyways i can return back to that but um i don't know we've also had it with chiron all this whole time so i think it's been a much more like emotional the a big feeling a big feeler jupiter time at least for me and but i feel like for almost like everyone i talked to this past this past mm -hmm. year has just had some sort of um, healing, healing uh, perspective. Oh, no, I, yeah, it was Jupiter and Aries during the elopement time. Okay, interesting. I almost nice. thought they were flipped in terms of the energy. Anyways, I live and know nothing. But Lisa, <laughs> any Jupiter and Aries action? Yeah, not specifically. I mean, it's not something I, I dug into a lot for this episode, obviously. But um I I definitely had um, Jupiter transiting the end of my 11th house and the beginning of my 12th house. And I feel like I've definitely like just like quickly looked on my phone of like those dates. I just looked at photos um, and I feel like a lot of the stuff that was happening when it started is definitely stuff I'm still building on at this current time. So it's that was kind of a nice reminder to know like oh you did progress in some way or whatever when I think I'm I'm very hard on myself so I think I don't like see myself that way naturally um and I do feel like I think I said this in the Mercury retrograde episode too but it moving into the 12th house and I think I've been feeling a lot more of like retreat and move backwards and like not in a like I just said I'm 
making progress in ways, but just um, feeling like there are certain things in my life that I'm moving back towards that I maybe hadn't been nourishing as much because of COVID or because of trying to like do a bunch of projects and whatever else. So um, yeah, I feel like it's, it's definitely been eye opening for me. I am more excited for obviously it to come bless my sun and mercury and then eventually my jupiter and rising so it'll be Mm -hmm. should be hopefully uh i'm sure it'll be very difficult but i'm sure it'll be (laughs) i'll have something to show for it at the end of it hopefully i think that's a Mm -hmm. good reminder too for both your chart but i think in general because we are just starting jupiter throughout all the signs again like you know we've come now Mm -hmm. beginning in aries and now yeah, we're at the we're at the beginning of this zodiacal sign. So I think that growth and starting and those things that you've done before might get some fresh life or maybe some like Taurus solidification um in this Jupiter Taurus time. But I also feel what you're saying, Julia, where it's I feel like these Jupiter transits come and go. Like a year is can be quick. And I'm like, fuck, I didn't capitalize on Jupiter and Aries in my fucking tenth house, but whatever, well- she'll be back. Well, it's those things too of saying like, is this heightened focus or is this like good luck? Because I think depending on what you read, it will be a thing where someone goes like, oh, this is where you're going to have like blessings and benefits and things. And I think that that's true. Absolutely. But how, but is that all year? No, not necessarily. Does that mean that there's like a day where there's a thing that's going to be good and the rest of it we're thinking about it or feeling like we're missing it, which is like a very, I feel like that's a very Jupiterian, um, like, I don't know what is luck. How do you how do you make sure you take advantage of it or something like that? And also that idea of like wanting things to be bigger than they are and how that can also can kind of create a sense of dissatisfaction sometimes or disappointment or judgment of where we are in comparison and going like, oh, is this big? And am I am I doing this enough? And how that also is very Jupiterian, too, where it's not always it's that like emphasis, but like really. I don't know. Sometimes I think when you're focusing on something, it you also are seeing where things aren't working, where things aren't aren't to your liking and things like that too. Yeah, I think I think it also totally depends on you know, your natal chart, what it's transiting for you. I mean, you can say luck and blessings all you want if it's luck and blessings conjuncting Saturn. Mm-hmm. And that that could be a really like heavy learning time and yes, of course, like having to quote unquote struggle i i say as a very privileged person um yeah of course those things bring about like huge life lessons and and yeah sometimes you lose a job and you get another great job and it moves you forward in some way you didn't expect but that doesn't mean that like yeah sure it's a blessing but it doesn't mean it feels like it at the time yeah. and i think it's easy to say like oh wow like it's gonna be so great but like it's like what stevie was just saying like it's the 10th house it's like blessings in your career it's like no sometimes that feels like uh i have too much work Mm -hmm. i have too much on my plate Mm -hmm. and like i'm not able to i i have like i don't want a girl boss i yeah Yeah. or or (laughs) like i have allowed for i want all of these things and i want to work on all of these things but i have allowed for absolutely zero time for like reading or you know mm-hmm. those things that yeah. you forget that you actually that actually make you feel good and stuff mm-hmm. so it is mm-hmm. just 
Yeah. It's, of course that you feel blessed that you have the work and you feel blessed that people want you to do, you know, it's, it's tough. Just yeah. as you can, doesn't mean you should. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think it was it, a Jupiter can be a lot. And it, I, for me and 10th house career stuff, like I started and closed a corporation mm -hmm. in the, that, in that same Jupiter year. And I was like, got huge financial con on a, on a different side job thing. And I was like, oh, I can do this. And I've reached the top and this sucks. And I'd rather focus on things that make me happy and astrology and this podcast and what me and every cancer rising are going to get rich during this time. It's just, it's not possible. And then of course I'm getting square offs from my Mars. Like I am getting checked in with where passion lies. So yeah, like I think looking at your chart of where Jupiter is coming for your ass and then also what aspects are being made totally. But I think it is a nice, all systems go for like, it was a time I could go hard in career and it did, I did see rewards and I did see payoff. Um, and it was a buildup of all the last few years of work too. Um, and then, then, and then Jupiter leaves and then what you, do you still want to do this? <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. do you still keep that going? Do you still maintain? So, um, and I think Jupiter and Taurus feels really rest oriented mm -hmm. in a very, I know Taurus can work hard, but it's, I think of Taurus as very harder or opposite smarter not harder um so yeah after a lot of aries energy maybe it is time to go back to the things that that make us feel like ourselves like in our earthly bodies which is also very taurian smarter not harder is also in my notes mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. i i took a look at um a lot of historical references for uh jupiter and taurus starting in like the 60s so I have like a lot, a lot of information on, I'm not going to bore you with all of it, but one of the things that definitely came up was, um, sequels, which I know mm. is a big conversation that people are talking about right now with like how many remakes, how many reboots, like da, 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 da. Um, and I do think that Taurus is definitely, a it's a sign of consumption. I think we think of in a lot of ways with you know, art and culture and spending and fashion and those kind of things. Um, but I do think that that lends itself to sequels in a very like linear way where it's you appreciate or you love this thing so much that you want to like redo it and be a part of it. Um, and it's also, I think, a, a smarter, not harder thing where you're you're there uh, cashing in on something that already has commercial success and maybe kind of just doing it again to see if you can. And that to me is very like, we're not like reinventing the wheel here, but we are just going to kind of make a, you know, bridesmaids too and see, uh, see what, what comes out uh, mm -hmm. financially. But that just goes with the labor movement too. That's now because especially with, you know, or we're recording right now, Still Mercury retrogrades on Tuesday, May 9th. The writer's strike uh, with the WGA is still in full swing. They're projecting it might be till next year, which is mm -hmm. and pretty, which is pretty well, has happened twice in other Jupiter yeah. and Tauruses. Oh, was it in Jupiter and Taurus time? Oh my god. Um the 80s is one of the I think the longest mm -hmm. ever writer's strike. Um mm -hmm. the the 88 Jupiter and Taurus, which it also started at the end of Jupiter and Aries, just a day yeah. before. Wow. When, and yeah, there was a, a, I believe it's like, it might not be commercial actors, but it's the SAG 
Screen mm-hmm. Actors Guild um, was in the 2000s, Jupiter and Taurus. Mm-hmm. But just thinking of, I feel like now since, of course, like Take a Shot AI keeps coming up and having to like comment on it now in our workforce practices and, you know, network execs do green light sequels a lot because it's been proven the financial success, but also like can AI, could AI do a better job of predicting what is successful? Like why are we cutting out? I, I hope that AI lets people be more creative. I think me and Julie were I think, talking about this last night. It's like, I I want this to give us the space to, AI to give us the space where we do take away the menial labor, but we're going to have to change our whole mental practices, especially in the United States of, you know, can we use AI so then you could go have more free time to frolic in a meadow because there's less work and more universal basic income. Like we're not really there quite yet, but maybe, I don't know. I feel like a lot more of those conversations will for sure be happening during this, this year cycle, because they're already happening. Four day work week is already happening. There's a really good clip from the astrology podcast. I'll put in the show notes that kind of goes over some, some dates of Jupiter and Taurus stuff too. And then especially with Jupiter, because we're going to have Jupiter and Uranus together. Um, Mm -hmm. Not I don't think it's only going to be an this. exact jun- conjunction in 2024. I think it's April 18th through 26th. Yeah. Um, but we had the 40-hour work week get formed during that last Jupiter-Uranus conjunction. So, um, yeah, like, how do we work? How do we How do we spend our time, spend our money? Very Taurus, practical, stable sort of things. Um, should we get the dates of this Jupiter and Taurus before... We yeah, absolutely. Further, Jupiter ingress is into Taurus on May sixteenth of this year, twenty twenty three, and it will be there until May twenty fifth of twenty twenty four. I know we will have a retrograde. I do not have written down when that is, but I believe we are squarely in Taurus for the entirety of the transit. We will not dip back into Aries at any point. Taurus um, is like no. Nah, we're in there, which I like. <laughs> I mean, I like, and it feels very that feels very Jupiter and Taurus to me. Um. And, you know, obviously it's like mm-hmm. the zodiacal order, but I think that that's so interesting to bring up, Lisa, about the, you know, the other writer strike coming on the heels of Jupiter and Aries when there is that kind of like, I feel like we talked about this with Uranus too, where, you know, Uranus and Aries was like startup culture and people being really like, we're here for the, we're here for the company and we're doing these things, but are we taking care of the people that are actually like making those things work and i think that this you know jupiter staying in taurus is like no we're like here until we're getting it done and that doesn't mean we're going to get everything that we want done necessarily but i do think it means that like cliched stubbornness staying power and that like seeing things through realistically in those like all of the steps if it's worth doing something it's worth doing it right and that doesn't mean that we're speeding through I think you know the same way that it might feel like in Aries even though again we still have a year but I think that that like I don't know the feeling to me the pace feels slower and more practical more realistic and that it is about like showing up and striking every day for a year is a long time and a thing. It's just a year, but that can be a huge, someone who's willing to do that and to show up for a thing is like a serious commitment. I hope that it doesn't last that long. I hope it doesn't have to go for that long, but I do think that that is like, hey, these are things that we believe in. These are rights uh, us worth us showing up for and that would make our working conditions, you know, Good, whatever and, you are, that we're talking about the writer strike or not, but the and money, like frankly, well, and your 
your boss is calling attendance. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like always elective. Yes. Um, which is part of being in a union. Um, it's Mm -hmm. not a, it's not a dig. Yeah. Um, but it is also a, uh, Mm -hmm. realistic expectation. I think we would be remiss to mention Uranus and not say, this is World War II time. It's yes. 1941. If we're talking about the last time these two signs were together, that doesn't mean we're on the brink of another world war. I just think it's important for people to know that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, it made me. Sort of, I no, mean, I'm just kidding. I don't mean to yeah. wrong. But no, there's. We are seeing. I mean, Ukraine isn't chilling out anytime soon. North North Korea keeps popping off. There is like a lot of heightened global tension, and I think it's all. I mean. Ultimately, that's usually rooted around resources, which is also very, mm-hmm. a very Torian topic. And I think, yeah, like where the money's going. I mean, God, now I feel like this last week alone, so much about child labor has popped up as well. Um, so Julia, your kid can start working in like nine years, which is like oh, yeah. wild. Um, <laughs> God, these like pictures of these like kids. I don't know exactly where they are. They're like in like food plants and they're like fate, like children. And I know there's unfortunately children working in all parts of the world but it states a jet is just like we we tackled this some time ago like what's what's going mm-hmm. on so i don't know maybe it's also the taurus in me as a taurus son and venus person where i'm like do we really have to do this again like do we really have to cover this ground and i think what's good about taurus is like well if we do then let's fucking do it right and i think that's just to tie it back to the wj because i think it's it's a really good metaphor i know it started in jupiter and aries um but you know it's sustaining in this jupiter and taurus time is yeah you have to cover this stuff now and you have to make these deals now because they're going to get harder and harder to make later down once you're um seen as less and less useful so i think even just more unions in general it's we've seen it with starbucks and you know all these other retailers and places so i think labor in general is going to be very uh, illuminated yeah I think also in talking about this kind of having to repeat this same cycle I if you take a look back you're gonna see a lot of familiar political names um like there was a Rupert Murdoch like uh some some sort of scandal and oh let's see mm. scandal brings end to the news of the world British newspaper mm-hmm. owned by Murdoch. I mean, we're we're seeing the Tucker Carlson thing, which is another Murdoch company. There, Vladimir Putin is. I I like almost every one I was looking at. I was like, oh my god, You're this like, guy ha- is gaining power again during Jupiter and Taurus. Not mm-hmm. to say that he will again. He also, if his natal chart is correct, which he's KGB, so it's probably not. But like he would have jupiter and taurus and maybe if even we're guessing years and stuff then potentially he has jupiter and taurus so that's that's an interesting uh outlier there and i think that doesn't necessarily mean that he will again be gaining power hopefully you know we'll see but it's news regarding him right and i think there's a bunch of like big mergers that happen a lot of them are like airline companies newspaper companies media companies and i think those things feel a little bit gemini like those uh topics 
Mm -hmm. Um, but the financial aspect of of it to me is Taurus. So I think, you know, maybe we have other things transiting nearby, um, as we're in Taurus sun Mm -hmm. time right now. No, I was gonna say, it's interesting because it does feel Gemini in the mergers portion, but it also feels Taurus in the sense that we're going like two things. This thing that does work is going to like usurp this thing that maybe isn't working, but is already an established kind of thing the same way that it feels like a sequel almost where it is that. And then where you see in Jupiter and Gemini, maybe where it's like, oh, we actually just combined these two things. They can't the you know, it's giving succession vibes too, where it's like, oh, we're not going to like both be in charge now. Then you have kind of diverging interests and these two separate things in a Jupiter and Gemini going like, well, how do these two th- actually communicate with each other? Or what is this? I don't know. Um, I they yeah. are. I know the first deacon of Taurus is also ruled by Mercury. So it's very possible that those things are occurring that way. I'm not actually smart enough with math to like figure out the dates and do it but you know if you're listening and you're a whiz at that feel free to take a look and let me know um some of the other things of note for me were a lot of like a lot of women's stuff seems Mm -hmm. to be coming up and a lot of gay rights stuff um there's you know marriage legalizations in certain states happening there's also like the death of Whitney Houston, uh, Amy Winehouse. So a lot of like female pop stars, there's Jerry Sandusky sexual abuse thing. There's a bunch of like those types of things coming to light. And so I think issues of women are definitely something we'll see. Um, Environmental stuff, uh, hunger, hunger crises, unfortunately, which I think we've, we've talked about resources a fair amount with Taurus um yeah i could see the like a which i think has been uh on the tip of people's tongues but the i i bet a lot of people are going to get into growing their own food probably in the next year or so too especially mm-hmm. as wow eggs were went up because there was a shortage well now there's not a shortage anymore but they're still up so like how i think taurus cutting out the the middle person feels very that i think taurus gets wrapped up in always picking the most expensive thing and always getting the most indulgent thing in like meme culture. But I think, yeah, when Taurus wants to invest in that, but I think Taurus is also like, this is not sustainable for my daily egg practice. So I'm going to need to do something so that I can afford the things I actually want to spend money. I don't want to spend $7 on eggs. I want to spend $7 on a good iced coffee or whatever, (laughs) or, you know, like, like making it worth the bang for the buck. I could see like slow food growing your own. Like I've been seeing a lot more like indoor hydroponic situations too, for people like with growing your own lettuce. And it's like, yeah, it's a chunk of change to throw down 300 bucks, but then you use it forever. So I I don't know. I could see those investments too, of like sustaining yourself be um, a little more visible. That's my, that's my prediction. I think you'd see that being a little more in, but I mean, I'm thinking about that. I'm like, shit, I can't keep, I can't keep spending this much romaine. What's happened? Like, no, no. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of um, like fighting against gun control kind of being like, unfortunately passed over by lawmakers and stuff, which I know we're all feeling yeah, um, currently, it's exhausting. But, but definitely a lot of marches and things to that effect. And same with like racism and stuff. I mean, Selma happened during this time 
Malcolm X was killed during this time. Um, so there's definitely that those fights happening. Um, and that's not to like, you know, again, like not to like predict those things, but just if you are going through something like that with in friendships or with your jobs or something where you feel on the outs or outside, like maybe it is time to find a group and make make a stand and do your thing and like try to you know despite whatever people <laughs> um try, however much people try to put down those huge huge goals it's like maybe time to grab grab our picket signs and do our mm-hmm. things you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah i mean it's follow the money time for sure it's show me the money time i mean we're even seeing this with like i think even with like for gun violence for example like i feel like just in this last week i've seen the language change around from like you know of course it's not a mental like yeah there's mental health problems but we're also divesting in in that and it's a gun it it's a gun violence problem but it's a policy problem like just like good god like call it let's call it this feels very taurus like let's just call this what this is now and yes of course it is gun violence is a gun problem but it's it's a policy problem. Occupy Wall Street happened during the last Jupiter and Taurus mm-hmm. too, which feels like, I feel like we haven't had a thing like that in a while. Like that's specifically really about you know, like the money and the banks. And of course, and we've seen a lot of bank failures already starting to mm-hmm. percolate a little pre Taurus and Jupiter time, but um, we might even see a little bit more of that. So, you know, it's, it doesn't mean to be fear mongery, but it does. I think we've said this whole time Taurus has been in Uranus has been in Taurus is, you know, keep an eye on them finances. Then of course, when the pandemic hit that really put everything into like a full explosion of just seeing these markets go on full roller coaster ride. So I think following the money, um, knowing how much other people that you're working with are getting paid and then also advocating for yourself, like, Hey, like, thanks for this. I'm thinking as myself as a freelancer, thanks for this rate. Um, this is what I made in 2016 and it's not 2016 anymore. So I'm going to need like more fucking money. 2022, more. 2023 money. <laughs> you yeah. Know. Yeah. Bump this up, honey. Well, like we like, let's, we have to stop pretending. And this is Taurus throat stuff. Like, you know, it's like Taurus says, says it most of the time and for better or worse. And I think if it's, if it's a, see something, say something. Yeah. It also makes me think of just like the, like yeah but what are we gonna do about it not the like yes we agree this is a thing what's the plan and there's kind of not um a and again not to say that we're gonna have a plan because you know there are a lot of complicated issues are not even that complicated but there are issues that are ingrained and embedded and that have been going on for a long time and people are very some people are very comfortable with how things are because it suits them um and so it's hard to get people to give up things that make them comfortable and make them money uh but I think that idea of being like, we need, I think even thinking of, you know, having actual laid out policy change plans in seeing things like, what are you literally going to do? Not like, oh, we love the thoughts and prayers, the thoughts and prayers of it all, a vacation of whatever things are happening. It's like, no, we want, we want like detailed brass tacks. What's, what the fuck's happening? Um, Because I think that is the thing where it's like we can have I was thinking Jupiter Aries of it being like the you of it and like I need to do I need to do these things. But I think that Taurus is like the like not we necessarily, but it is more like what's the 
what are your where where do you fit so in i'm doing more this kind of, what are you doing yeah or like what yeah what how is this how is this happening i'm here to like do my part in this what but what what is the plan? Because we can't all show up with the same thing to the potluck or whatever. Like what, uh, how, are, uh-huh. who are we organizing? Whatever. We all have a part to play, but we do need to be clear on what we're doing or else nothing is going to get done if we don't know like what we're getting done. And also this idea too of being like goal oriented, very specifically of going, this is also how you tell if you have reached a result and if your results are yielding things. And so I think it also is a time when we're going to be a little bit more focused on like the metrics, the numbers, or the enjoyment or the the satisfaction or whatever too. It doesn't have to all be purely, you know, like, did this make me money or not? But again, knowing like this is, this was my quarter goal. Did I hit it or not? What steps did I take to do that? How can I improve on that or whatever? And doing that with all of our goals. So we actually know, again, like what you're doing. Then you can also show, here's mm. what we got done. Here's what the things are. You don't go on strike. I think that's like the the Occupy thing is the, while that's like an impressive sustained movement without a clear directive of like, here's what we're expecting to do in these things. Here's our demands. Here's how long we're going to walk. You know, again, not to keep coming back to the writer strike, but it is the like, here's what we want you like here's what you guys are offering here's what we want like what are you going to do about it how are you going to come back to us these things but it is i think of being like i don't know having having a clear objective mm-hmm. well yeah, I, I and sorry the the writer strike is just really interesting because it's also putting streamers who are in the conversation because they streamers weren't in the conversation last writer strike they're a new they're a new entity and now they're all like, well, we don't make enough money. It's like, well, how your CEO getting paid this much? So it is like we're having a lot of very feels very Taurus, even Scorpio access of like, well, then show us our numbers. Well, what shows are actually you can't you're excluding yourself from the Nielsen ratings. Like show us how much these shows are actually getting viewed. Like show like it's now just opened up it into such a bigger conversation of like, how are y'all making money then? because you keep everything hidden because you don't have the same standards and practices as these old school networks do. And now it's, it's like, um, it's like how dating apps aren't a new thing. This is like 30 plus years of like using the internet now, like your, dreamers aren't a new, a brand new thing anymore, but they're, they're still new in their legality and language. So uh, it's just like, yeah, it's just, it is like a interesting example that I think does demonstrate in the very Taurus. So what the fuck is this? Show me who you are. Yeah, I think the writer strike is um maybe a, a bit of a niche of an example for yeah. as it's, you know, it it is very public because it's Hollywood and all of those things. Um, but I think in general, like protests is is something that happens during this time of labor practices, of course. Uh, of course, the writer strike, of course, but you know, we're talking about the quote-unquote riots and watts we're talking about vietnam war protests we're talking about uh women protesting at the vatican there are a bunch of examples of people like fighting for their rights in in many many ways and i think labor is obviously a great example because it's taurus um i also think that most people in most industries are experiencing a little bit of what's happening in the wga and don't have the Mm-hmm. The, they don't have the the union number, power and they and don't the, have a totally. union and they don't have and so it is like 
I would love to see those people standing up for and maybe, hey, tipping your service people. Um, mm -hmm. Not always the case. So I think it is about practicing those things and being, uh, you know, being a member of the society that you want to create it. And of course, getting yours. I'm not saying yeah. like you guys don't deserve what I'm not. I'm for, I'm with you. You know, I'm going to say I stand with you, you know, but it is it's, um, you know, I think some of the Tiananmen Square stuff happened like right in between when there was a retrograde. There's a ton, a ton, a ton mm -hmm. of demonstration energy in in this. And of course, I like the writer strike as an example, but I want people to know that it's not just in this niche place. It is. Yeah in many, many, many aspects of life and that you are allowed to stand up and protest and you are allowed to create your group. Mm -hmm. When it's a good, yes, 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 yes to everything you just said. And that, and in agreeing with that, that idea too of it being times when if the, the quote unquote numbers again, aren't adding up. If you are t telling me that me doing this one thing leads to a good life, but that's not happening for me, then this is the time to also go like, Hey, this, what you're saying isn't actually happening in on the ground in real life. I am not seeing results of the, the work I'm putting in of the, the parameters you're putting on how I can live my life or whatever. Like this is not leading to a better quality of life, which I also think is a very Taurus. Like how are we enjoying our day to day, our simple pleasures, our, our eating our food, our taking a walk, our stopping and smelling the flowers and things like that. Not to like minimize, but it is like, if, isn't that what everyone is being told that you're supposed to get as a result of your like hard work and your effort and your dedication to a thing. And if that's not happening for people, then no, then like figure, then we need to know how this is going to, how are you going to give us the stuff that we were promised when we agreed to this like way of life or whatever. Mm -hmm. Taurus is very like, so it's time to check in about how this has been going. And I think just a reminder on Jupiter, Jupiter is feeling good and Jupiter is uh it's our social planet of enjoyment. So I think where we're not feeling that those very Taurusy enjoyment things are going to get checked and clocked. I had like a few, I didn't really like write anything crazy. I just had like, what made me, made me think of a few things, which was just like in this time, like where do we want to be in more our bodies? Cause I feel like Taurus is very of the senses is tasting, is listening, is feeling, is doing all those things. Where do we need to be more vocal? And where do we need to make stable, practical changes? I think this is big check in time. Chris Brennan said too, the only time we'll have in 2023, like the closest we'll have Jupiter back to it with Uranus is um, September 4th. Um, so that'll be like a little preview. It's not like super close, but we're still gonna have it in the same signs. And that's gonna be right and off that's of- Labor Day. Venus, Labor Day and off of in Venus retrograde. That's the last- the day after that ends. So that's a good reminder too, is like, since we'll have Jupiter and Taurus, anything that's fixed. So um, we'll have square offs to Aquarius and Leo, and then we'll have oppositions to Scorpio. So we're going to have, you know, that, that square off with Venus and its retrograde and Jupiter uh, with Taurus, Taurus is a Venus sign. I think there's going to be themes of that check-in stuff that might percolate up again come April when Jupiter's conjunct with Uranus. But then also too, we're getting we're getting positive aspects from Saturn and Pisces now that Saturn's fully been out of Aquarius for a minute now. 
we're getting, you know, blessings from Jupiter and Saturn together. So it does feel since those are the social planets, a really nice coming together time. And it feels like, yeah, like I think if there are these efforts that we want to do with others, that it's like, there is a positive agreement there with, with Pisces and, and Taurus. So I think that that's encouraging if we have been feeling a little lonely or like, what are we all doing all this for? It's like most people feel probably how you're feeling. So I think it's a nice reminder to like, to gather and to communicate and then to also just, to just feel with one another. Cause I think Taurus is a feeler too. It's not just like bull and brazen, like it's, there's Venus sensuality there. So I like that their, their support um, from Saturn during this Jupiter Taurus time. Yeah, and, and a conflict with Pluto as well. So I think that speaks to some of the more mm. revolutionary things. Totally. Where I think the we Saturn, <laughs> right? And the Saturn maybe speaks to more of like this is I you know there's a lot of oh no sorry I'm accidentally sharing my screen um <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of that's like a good reminder get on you watch us on YouTube if you want to <laughs> see the videos nothing popped up but anyways <laughs> um a ton of like kind of more cultural stuff where I'm like it's like chocolate came out during this time it's you know what I mean it's like there's Mm -hmm. very these like things and I feel like a lot of the imagery that was coming up when I was searching more of the cultural stuff was clowns and roses and like things like that where Mm -hmm. I'm like oh this is it like send in the clowns was the song of the year which heartbreakingly you know there's, (laughs) there's so many like um clowns and roses just, is a good i think candy. adele had like a huge album during a jupiter and taurus thing and, and those kind of things where you're like oh, okay so this is the like saturn pisces type of stuff where i think more of the the striking and the labor movements and those kind of things feel more of that like pluto square thing um another thing that came up a lot was like I, I, as i said like women's issues and stuff sexual assault and all those kind of things but um this is also like Monica Lewinsky giving her first interview post scandal. Mm. This is, and we're seeing a similar and not the same, but like we're seeing a similar type of scandal happening with Trump right now. And so, so mm-hmm. like leading into those things and those, those interviews may be coming up during this time later. Out. Yeah. And interesting too, cause we'll see, you know, maybe first we'll president see who's a those. sexual predator makes some noise. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we but, knew maybe- that, but now it's on record. Maybe we'll get to see some of those women speak in in interview form and those kind of things. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, this is like the Hunger Games was big. There's a ton of, I think, uh, female lead energy happening. Mm -hmm. Um, Girl with the dragon tattoo is another like example. It was summer 99 too, which 99 was a huge movie year. Like just like cruel intent, like all like the, good like teen but rom-com and like matrix like we had just so much good art in that in these time periods i think that is a nice reminder well maybe we'll all be not working and just making art i like i like the saturn and pisces support because it has to me some flexibility some Mm -hmm. adaptability but also with with a plan with the numbers supporting it with the like uh i don't know the stability and the reliability of i mean like clowns and roses to me i love because it is like these are things that are like not universally necessarily because clowns can also be terrifying for people but that like delight and beauty and wonder and things like that are kind of like things that transcend a language or something like that so it is both 
risky and reliable at the same time. And mm-hmm. and Shakespeare in Love was yeah. the movie of the year of 1999, if that gives you any sort of. Yeah. But it's also like the Grateful Dead becoming more popular. Bob Dylan, I think yeah, there's, brother. there's definitely a, <laughs> a Beatles on Ed Sullivan moment somewhere in here. I mean, I have so many different like things that's hard to uh search quick enough to get the exact well, this is this stuff. sounds like authentic- Sound of music this sounds like yeah. authenticity as well which i feel like is very taurus i don't know if you guys were uh there's a new season of the other two out and i feel like it really does this good representation of the current state of the entertainment industry where it's like i can't handle another tiktok family of like oh all the kids dance and the parents are goofy like i've just there's something so repetitive and like, I've seen it. Like, I believe you that there's like a family in Ohio that can sing and dance and while they make cookies, but like, that's just not exciting to me. And I think hopefully what you're saying with these toys, this sounds like new IP is what I'm hearing. I'm hearing new, I, I'm holding my fingers crossed for some like new IP. And maybe that is going to be organically found from the people. But I think, yeah, just like the regurgitation well, it's needing to, and it's also the like needing to fucking feel something. If we're marching, that, that. if we're doing things, we need we need an Adele album because we're gonna need to like sing, scream in our car. We're gonna need to be like moved in our hearts to be reminded that we have hearts that can be moved or whatever. Not mm-hmm. again, not saying that. Then in the clouds, <laughs> yes, that it's like we need music even when we are heartbroken that can remind us that we can like triumph again or whatever, because it's a like, I don't know that can, it can be a slog. It can be a thing where you're like standing yeah. up for a thing that you believe in or that isn't always there. That's like, again, we're going to have to be, I think a little patient with those things, not to say, and I don't mean this, like, you know, be patient, Wait, like things will work out. I don't mean it that, but I mean it's like the the, you know, we need ballads. Even even like yeah, or like showing up in court or whatever. Like that's a thing that even that is like days that you're gonna need to go and do a thing or whatever. What whatever that is, I think that this is also a time when we're gonna want like things that make us feel good or make us feel give us give us a sensual experience, um, because. That like that is also part of being alive too. That's what we're fighting for, like mm-hmm. is the enjoyment of life. And some of it, I think, is like hyper real too. So I think there is send in the clowns again. It's like there's a lot of sadness here. There mm-hmm. is a lot of pain, and I think Taurus is willing to look at it. Maybe not as in depth as say Scorpio, but it's not always the the blinders on sign either. Yeah. Thing. yeah mm-hmm. um, especially with venus and value stuff it's showing that um like showing the like ordinary people i think is a good example of mm-hmm. one that came out during this time and so there are things that'll be a little bit more gritty and all of those things and then it's like also that same year love will keep us together by captain and Daniil. it's both sides of the like the hard and the the sweet and the love and all of those things mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah some like let's bring back the the corny yacht rock the love songs i think we all need a bit of love and and i think in terms of for anyone looking to date i mean this just feels like really open heart give it a shot shoot your shot i don't know it's it's so much it's venus on the mass scale so maybe if it's felt like maybe for someone who's been off apps and like fuck this shit doesn't mean you have to go back to apps but maybe it is 
putting yourself out there or opening up your heart a bit. Um, and that's, I think for any sign, just cause we just have Jupiter Venus so big, like why not, um, see, you know, find a friend for the end of the world <laughs> while we're, mm-hmm. while we're all, while we're all in this ship together. I made a list of some people that have Jupiter and Taurus and also some mm. that I think might be making their comebacks during this time. Ooh, love. Um, some of the people that have Jupiter and Taurus, I mentioned Vladimir Putin. Hopefully his news isn't exactly the same as some of the others. Um, also, Martin Luther He's dropping King. an album. <laughs> Super Bowl um, halftime show. Sorry. Okay. No, no worries. Martin Luther King Jr., Keanu Reeves, I think, you know, we could see big comeback energy with him. Shakira, I'd love to see another. Mm. And we're already seeing a lot of like TikTok uh with her yeah she's she's past her tax business and divorce like it's Mm -hmm. it's time it's time to reemerge uh gandhi would love to see would love to see a comeback um problematic fave john lennon and the beatles i know that they've fallen out of fashion a little bit but maybe you know maybe maybe a comeback we'll see um adele bruce lee robert downey jr audrey hepburn sandra bullock brian reynolds benedict cumberbatch Picasso, mm-hmm. Orlando Bloom, Courtney Love, Bob Dylan, and Colin Farrell all have Jupiter, Jupiter and Taurus. And Taurus. Hmm. Some of the people that have had like big success that I didn't necessarily find a lot of like Jupiter and Taurus stuff are Mumford and Sons, maybe, you know, <laughs> uh, Jay-Z, Paul Simon. Um, also, it seems like there's a lot of serialized literature happening during this time. So not just oh. movies, but, you know, we're talking mm-hmm. a, a next edition Harry Potter or a like, you know, Hunger Games, Earl Dragon, all of those that have like a series of in books. Um, Bill Cosby also happening to be in the news in some of these things. I know that he has proclaimed a return to stand up comedy. So Yikes. interesting, not my favorite, but yet here we are. Well, all money makers is what I'm hearing too. So I think this can be, yeah, maybe this is, and it, I don't think Again, with astrology, it's not like I'm going to make a hit during this time. But I think the stuff that you make during this time could have real cash in hit potential or staying power, which I think Taurus is also very known for of that um, sticking around. It makes sense to me. Things like the Beatles, Picasso, Cosby, even again, unfortunate. But that idea of when things are changing and there are, um, you know, clearly people who are standing up and wanting a new way of being. I think there are also a lot of people who want to go like, what happened to the, the good old, the good old days when this was happening, when these were classics and those things are moneymakers and standard, like the Mm -hmm. gold standard of things again, not in a good way, but I think we are going to probably see some like, uh, digging in our heels sticking the like people being like nope we're you can we'll we'll accept change <laughs> like you could pry mm-hmm. from my cold dead hands i want to hold on to this you know whatever mm-hmm. i think it's interesting too because i think we all have people in our lives and and you know maybe parents or or people of that age group that always have something to say about you know i don't think it's appropriate that this person is using this plot they're an actor stick to acting or the you know those kind of it's Mm -hmm. he's a he's a football player he shouldn't be making a political stance and those kind of things and i think um 
taking a re-examining look at some of these things, the Beatles, for instance, is a very simple example because they were political. Mm -hmm. And you can say all you want that when you were a kid and they were popular that you didn't like that, but you did. And Mm -hmm. like, and I think, you know, it talking about like getting older and because this is a return for me, it's like pushing the envelope and not being afraid and and not and like not letting those things not letting those like ideas get in your head because whoever's saying that to you they liked the political things when it was things that they stood for and you know they'll tell you their favorite band was buffalo springfield or whatever and it's like that's one of the most like political song you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like come on don't give me that like the lie that you sell to yourself so i do think that there there can be a way to do both again like chocolate also might be just in zeitgeist like those kind of very like sweet and doesn't doesn't have a huge that i know of um message <laughs> yeah yeah art yeah. like maybe just some art for art's sake this i was listening um to my friend kara's podcast business which she had on an old guest colin bedell and i thought that this was it wasn't about jupiter and taurus necessarily but i feel like i liked this message so i'm going to repeat it but Colin, um, I miss Colin. Let's bring back Colin. Uh, Colin said something about like thinking more about if when you're making art or whatever, you're thinking about the, the you're making the art. You're not thinking about the frame or the vessel or like or the form. The form will always come. So like, what's the like? What is what are you trying to express? And I think that's like a good Jupiter and Taurus, good Taurus energy of like it doesn't how are, how we're getting it there will will sort itself out. But like if you're writing a book or working on a painting or about to like redecorate your house, it's like, it's like, I think it's just finding the stuff that back to Taurus feels good and not like thinking too much of not that you have to think about how Taurus is always going to figure out how it gets done. But like, it's about the back to the vibe. It's about the vibe. So that's where the emphasis should hopefully be. For sure. Mm-hmm. And gay rights, that's like another yeah. big one that comes up a lot. So I and I know we're in it right now, too. And and all of these like, you know, drag band legislations and anti-trans things and mm-hmm. just an expansion of those things. But unlike some of the and we there were wins, too, but some of the women's issue stuff, it seemed like it didn't necessarily go our way. A lot of the gay rights things seem to be progress. So we should definitely stick to and also with women too don't get me mm-hmm. wrong we gotta still stick to yeah uh, but yeah so interesting well, yeah i think it is that like yeah i know i know we've been doing this i know it sucks to have to like use your platform in this way or whatever but like also that's not i don't want to say that's the job but it is the like we still have work to do that's how we're getting things done it's like here when people hear it and know about it and know that they that there is stuff to stuff happening and stuff that needs to be done and keep saying this is something that's important to us it's still our it's still you know embodying our values and making sure that everyone i don't know can live live their fucking life uh mm-hmm. you know a, a self read for sure because i know it can feel like a daunting i don't know a daunting task or that you're it's that there's a lot to do and how like what oh what do we what do we do but i think it is like remembering that this is a thing like you just keep doing it mm-hmm. it doesn't mean you're not allowed to also enjoy things and find and make things that are also enjoyable or whatever i think that is something uh too but i don't know if i've said anything but <laughs> yeah. is that like you know i mean the world's trying like everything is 
I think we've all felt so much exhaustion these last few years for many reasons. And I think Taurus is, is uh, it's just back to rest and back to focusing on what you can do, what you can offer. And I think um, we can't get tired and give up. And Taurus isn't going, Taurus is a closer. Mm-hmm. It's a finisher, you know? So mm-hmm. if there have been things that have been started, I think this is a good time to see things through into a more, um, into a bigger picture and bigger vision than just, I don't know. It's not the idea, idea phase anymore. It's the, it is a bit of the doing. Well, it's, that makes me think of too. It's like the, if you aren't necessarily do, if you aren't like boots on the ground or whatever, then it's also like be keeping those people in mind when you are making something, then no, like the being, I guess there's something Taurus Jupiter to me because it's thinking of Jupiter as like the spirit also too of that, like kind of like that is what is bigger than what causes us to go like, this is bigger than us. And we need to make this bigger and grander and whatever is that kind of like, I don't know, um, the, the spirit of a thing as opposed to the practicality of a thing, but also going like, well, what do, how can I also be true to this spirit when people are needing, needing hope and needing comfort and needing these things in a way that's not like destructive and anti what we're trying to progress towards, but also going again, going back to like Chocolat and Adele and that too of going like, okay, well then I want, maybe I can't do something of like this time or that's commenting on the literal details of our situation right now, but I can speak to the spirit of resilience, the spirit of love and hope and community and, um, you know, pressing onward or whatever too. So I guess just remembering that we all have like that being, being in that vibe, that that is a place to kind of tap into wherever, wherever we're at. I think again, going back to the beginning of the podcast too, it's like, it's growth, right? So mm-hmm. like, I think some of the things that came up that I was researching where I'm like, oh, this kind of doesn't, I don't know why it doesn't feel Taurus or it feels Gemini or whatever, but it's like, it's growth. You know, we're, we're seeing 98% of US households have one television. CDs finally outselling vinyl records. It's it's progression. This These aren't things that like, yeah, sure. I guess like the CDs thing maybe feels like that, or it's Ted Turner starting TNT and buying all of MGM's movies. And it's like, this this kind of thing where it's like well this was gonna like die on its own let me like get get this thing and show it to people or let's like make progress in music so that people can have a faster easier way to sell their music or i don't know like at&t making long distance phone calls cost less yeah where it's like we're actually just creating progress in that way and it's not because these things, it's becoming easier. That feels like a tech advancement. Ooh. doesn't feel like a tourist thing. It's like a phone call. It feels very Gemini-ish or Mercury-ish. But it's like, it is just in that way. It is just progress. Because it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, we can talk to people in Europe. We can talk to people in Australia. Like, let's, we know that it doesn't cost that. Let's, like, make it easier for those things to happen, I guess. Ooh, maybe some, like, I mean, I don't think it will necessarily be, like, free Wi-Fi for a everybody but that kind of thing but of like better internet access not? for people yeah, yeah like that can yes, you imagine if internet we had actually progressed this last We're, 10 years yeah. what we could be doing with this jupiter well, and yeah time? it's like if everything's going to be fucking ai and whatever then internet is free everyone if we and have to be on the internet clean and the doing pacific all of this, garbage yes. patch like yes. that's what we should be using ai for yeah stop with the fucking <laughs> selfies yeah. actually make a thing that is going to help our environment this is yeah i think this is going to be a huge huge issue 
issue and and we see in past jupiter and tort we see progress in those areas so it's like find a way to get flint michigan fucking clean water i'm sick of this like yeah let's yeah yeah get get ai's little asses out on that garbage patch and do whatever i'm saying yeah or have them design a thing that cleans it you Mm -hmm. know what i mean like i'm not I'm not, I make no pretense that like a robot can do it themselves, but like have it design a, a thing that can clean the, the oceans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and I mean, it's back to, sorry to come back to the WGA strike, but it's like AI could never write Game of Thrones. You could have all the elements, but have, human story will never be, well, it just, it's impossible. So I think I like that. I'm excited for Jupiter and Taurus. I'm excited for getting in touch with yourself saying fuck this to many things i think people i mean we're already again labor has been a real real show any la- any final call predictions any any trends any uh any things that we might have i mean we talked about labor growing on food slowing down some rest um anything else ballads some uh sensual mm-hmm. sensual sensual art things Women coming into power too. I mean, there's a lot of mm-hmm. examples of women coming into power in religious sex and in medical fields as well. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe in in uh, publishing and all of those kind of things. Um, I also wrote some affirmations, but hell yeah, finish our predictions. Yes. Yeah, well, no, I love that. that's perfect. I this isn't necessarily a prediction, but it did make me think of because, of course, as you mentioned, we're thinking back to like 1941, Uranus and and. Uh, Jupiter together and one of the things that I read on one thing which was a very uh, I won't I won't reference it because it was a very rosy outlook of everything that was going to happen and I was like I don't think this is this is how it's going down Um, but they were referring to you know Rosie the Riveter we can do it and all that kind of thing but I think also like a kind of uh, a call on women already in power women in a privileged position to also kind of like or women who, because they were like, oh, women into the workforce. But also, obviously, there have been women who have been in the workforce this whole time. There are essential workers. There are people that have been working that were also working at that time, too. But women who had traditionally not had to work kind of having to go to work. And I do think that there is that, like, not to put more work on on women, but I do think that, like, women of privilege needing to kind of show up or being asked to um I don't want to say necessarily go without, but make sacrifices, be part participating in the thing. I think kind of a uh, dismantling of of the ability to kind of abdicate yourself from participating might be something that we're going to see um, as at the very least, like necessary if we're needing to fight for for the rights of women and um, non-binary folks and every, everybody who's basically not a cis man. Um, but that would be one of my like uranus of this taurus kind of being like a hey hey like uh, you can't just like buy the shirts anymore like we actually need you to do something Mm -hmm. i think non-binary people and and trans people coming into positions of power too i think i consider like queer people i consider them like part of the feminine and maybe that's uh you know a, a a genderist association for me but i think it's mainly to me the differentiation between the cis white man who is the the person of of power or whatever the the symbol of power currently in our society yeah Mm -hmm. we've had we've had closer struggles (laughs) than Mm -hmm. than 
than the aforementioned. And I think too, even with since we've seen so much backwards movement with with abortion, like now we're just hearing all the fallout from that and women, you know, not to scare you, Julia, but it's all the women were like, yeah, I was just trying to have a regular ass pregnancy and I went septic and I have mm-hmm. to get to the point of dying. This is just dumb. This is mm-hmm. not smart. I don't care what the fuck God you pray to. This is just, I mean, Taurus is so no nonsense, common sense. So I hope those things that just don't make no sense can maybe get a little more clarity in a very Taurus practical way. Good God, we're praying. Because come Jupiter, Gemini time, we're just going to be brutal. We're all going to be, well, that talk about clowns and roses. Then we'll just all be on Mars, just full Looney Tunes. Um, I kid. But affirm us, please, Lisa. All right. I'd love to. I embrace myself for all my power. I'm finding myself each day. I'm confident. I'm wealthy. I move slowly and with grace. I allow myself to be comfortable. I find beauty even in difficult times, thus creating and cultivating beauty in myself and others. I speak confidence into every room I enter. I remain grounded even when circumstances challenge me. I do not allow pestering beings to change my course. I am destined for greatness. My love of others keeps me grounded. Oh, that was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I just saw... I had like had a, a different tab open and I just saw like a tweet and I feel like it goes with this, not to romanticize the quarantine, but it said, remember quarantine when everyone was making bread and dancing and making art, taking care of plants and learning new useful skills, a small glimpse into what life could be. And it's like, yeah, I think all that slow and like just what makes you feel like you and feel like a human being on earth. Um, I think those affirmations just hammer that home. I think to that too, it's like, I remember doing those things and not sleeping because I was scared and because we Mm -hmm. didn't know. And there were, you know, and I wasn't confident in the leadership, but I think we're allowed to do those things when we're not afraid. And that's the, that's where love and beauty and art comes from. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When we can elect to do these things. Mm -hmm. Gorgeous. Yes. Well, all right. Stoked. Bring it. Give me all the Taurus. I want it. You got it. She's here. You mess with the bull, you're getting the horns. Yeah. Cool. We'll see well, everybody next week. Yeah. See you next week. Bye. Bye bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to What's Your Sign? Please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love this podcast, please support us. Check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash what's your sign podcast. The link to support us is in the show notes. Follow us on Instagram at what's your sign podcast on Twitter at what's YR sign underscore pod and TikTok at what's your sign podcast for business opportunities, advertising or commission readings. Email us What's your sign podcast at gmail.com. WIS is produced by Julia Loken, Stevie Anderson, and Lisa Chanu. Artwork by Alexa Vicious and theme song by Honor Nezzo.